at the Minnesota Zoo again, baby. Let's go see some animals. Let's go see some monkeys, some camels, some buffalo. Let's go see the new tiger. There's new cubs here. Let's go, baby. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. We are officially in the Minnesota State Zoo, the Minnesota Zoo, and looks like we got I don't know, they're putting a trolley in. That's pretty fucking awesome. We're gonna go try and find um, some cool animals right off the start. I don't know what that entails, but we'll be on the lookout. All right, it looks like we're going on the North Trail, which will have tigers, caribou, moose, well, the D-holes, <laughs> the muscat. Oh, if you guys remember, there's gonna be a lot. Do you guys remember? Um, Last year when I was at the zoo, I kept calling them D-holes. Some, some lady told me what they're actually fucking called. I don't remember. I, I couldn't tell you. I'm just going to keep calling them D-holes. But we're on our way to go find the D-holes. So the tiger's lair is right here to my, my left. So we're going to go check that out. I think there's cubs. I think they had cubs. Those mother, those those horny motherfuckers were mating. Now we got cubs. All right, so the tiger cubs were super fucking cool. We just um, went and saw some caribou, and we learned that caribou, the domesticated form, is what a reindeer is. We're at the moose right now. They got a giant little prairie for the moose. I could not, for the life of me, find one. I've got good news. I found the moose, and I also found out that despite the decline in 2009, the moose population is going up again. Which is pretty fucking cool, because who doesn't like populations of animals growing? Obviously, it's not good for people that you know necessarily live up north, and the moose is going to jump out in front of them. But shit, we're driving on their property. They, all right, we're, we found the D-hole there. It's never good when you enter a building that says D-hole. You never know what you're gonna get. But we're gonna be getting some D-hole Asian dogs. Everyone keeps calling the D-holes foxes. And personally, I think they should put some respect on the D-holes name. It's, they go through a lot having a name like D-Hole, and y'all motherfuckers gonna call him a fox? It, it, it says wild dog. I guess I don't know how close foxes are related to dogs, but at the end of the day, it's a D-Hole, damn it. Oh my god. We got, what the fuck are these? There's like ho horses. What are these? Llama. They're not llamas. What the hell are these? <laughs> Definitely wild horses. Let's go let's go check this sign so I'm not giving false information. We got Asian wild horse. We might as well call them donkeys since everyone else calls the Asian wild dogs foxes. We'll call these horses donkeys. This one's got a tattoo on its butt. It says LK. Five one. Imagine, imagine tapping a girl with a tattoo on her ass. It says, "Okay, five one. Gotta do what you gotta do, I guess." 
These are really cool, though. They're like giant donkeys. I suppose that's what a horse is. So basically, I just read the sign, and it said that these wild Asian horses are once declared extinct in the wild. Um, the population is growing, but they are still endangered. So um, if you happen to live in Russia, Kazakhstan, definitely not the U.S., uh, it's not an Asian country, but if you live in one of those countries, make sure you're not, like, shooting these horses or whatever. Do what you can to preserve them. Don't go capture them and ride them around. All right, let's see what we got over here. Um, looks like just a bunch of stay on, please stay on path. Now, if we were at a state park, I would fail to abide by those rules usually for the most part. Go bushwhacking and what the heck is that thing? It looks like a bear, but there's people like, oh, that's fake. No, it's moving. What the heck is that thing? Is that a, the thing looks like a bear. That, that must be like a petting zoo down there. But there's definitely not a bear. Look at all the camels. That's so cool. They got these giant humps on their back. Camels. The Bec Bacterian camel. Bacteria Bacterian camels have two humps rather than a single hump of their Arabian relatives. I also like my humps in two. Um, supremely adopted to sparse vegetation, these camels eat scrubby, prickly, thorny, and salty plants. They travel long distances to find food and water. Snow and slushy salt water often fulfills their moisture requirements. Uh, with roughly 1,000 truly wild camels remaining, Camelus ferus is critically endangered, more endangered animals. I guess that's why the zoo takes them in. Um, hunting, competition from domestic herds, and destruction of habitat are all factors in its decline. Who the fuck is hunting camels? What the, what the hell do you get out of a camel, man? That's wild. That's wild. That's 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 pretty wild. Um, basically, dude, that thing looks like a bear. It's like a brown alpaca or something. I don't know. I'm going to have to go visit that and see what's up. Um, basically, what was I getting at here? These camels are pretty freaking cool. These are the Camelus bactrianus. Um, you guys are going to remember how bad I am at reading signs. Just reading skills are not up to par. They got a little like footprint here. It's it's just a it's just like wider than my hands spread out. Like they got massive feet. And they got GPS systems to track these things. Pretty freaking cool. Let's go to this I think it's a petting zoo. I don't know. How the heck do you get down there? Looks like you take a right up here. Okay, so this is pretty cool. I didn't notice this before. Basically the, the horses, the wild horses and the camels, they trade sides each week. So they got a little gate there and I guess they live in peace, I guess. And they just, they swap sides every now and then. That's pretty freaking cool. So I guess we got the horses, wait, 
think zoo workers have to change the signs then? That'd be pretty, that'd be a pretty tedious job. Each week you gotta change the signs out because the tattooed wild horses are on the wrong side as opposed to the camels. So I just heard a zoo person also say that you can't, uh, you can't pet the llamas. Oh my God, this horse is like eating the tree. Now it's eating its leg. God, I love animals. They're so cool. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're on the llama trek. So we are amongst what I thought was a bear turns out it's just it's just a llama I guess I didn't know llamas could have dark brown fur like like bears but here we are oh my god they have camel rides can you imagine driving with Randy camel edition so we have camelids are members of the family of the camel though include camels llamas alpacas guanacos and vicuanos Spanish on point. All have padded feet with two toes, three chambered, ruminating stomachs, and deeply divided upper lips. Look at that camel. They got like a PVC pipe, little chair on this camel for people to ride it on. That poor camel. Looks like they got five of them on deck ready. All right, we're gonna go see some llamas. There was a warning about llamas. Llamas can spit. Where are the chinchillas? You didn't miss them. The converse, the conservation, the conservation story of chinchillas and the Minnesota Zoo's commitment to them was so important that we had to tell it in llama trek. But chinchillas like to chill. It's a little too hot outside for them this summer. I don't know what they're talking about. It's like 60 fucking degrees right now. All right, we got a couple llamas right here. Hey, buddy. Hey, we got a black and a white one just chilling, eating a tree. This one's scraping its head against the tree. Get a little, little massage for itself. There's birds to you? No. It's like ostrich. Bird. Um, oh, that's that's a bunch of things that. Aren't, oh my God. The llamas are just. There's one just chilling on the sidewalk here. He actually gives zero fucks. He's got a little like white ring around its neck. It's so cool. Llama walk. Man, it's just chilling. He's just, he's just having the time of his life, I guess. Let's see what else we can find here. Oh, we're up, we're up close and personal with the camels, too, on the other side of the fence. Those things are massive. They got to be, like, seven, eight feet tall. I don't know how good my math is, but that's what I'm saying. All right, we're going to go check out this bear llama. Maybe, maybe apologize for misidentifying it or something like that. I mean, this thing really does look like a bear. I, I, I feel like a lot of people could possibly mistake this thing for a bear. But now that we're close, hair of my chinny chinch, oh, ooh, the llama's coming close. Oh, oh, it's just laying down. See, 
It keeps saying things about chinchillas, but we just don't get chinchillas this year, I guess. Too hot, too hot. These guys are just eating all the, ooh. The llamas are pretty cool. They just eat grass and chew very oddly. Like, I'm just very judgmental of these llamas. We got the pronghorn. The pronghorn is also known as the pronghorn. Oh, it'd help if I finished the sentence. The pronghorn is also known as the pronghorn antelope. While it resembles an antelope species found in other parts of the world, it represents a unique animal family with no living relatives. Really? They're like, they look like deer. They're heavily hunted. Pronghorns have made a remarkable recovery. And they're like, kind of, kind of on the west. Like the Dakotas and maybe a little into Utah. This is, they're located west, dry grasslands, north of Mexico in the US and Canada. They're just like huddled in a little group here, eating, mowing the grass together, I guess, is what you could call it. They're pretty cool. They don't have antlers. Aren't they supposed to have antlers? What? They're called prong, oh they do. A prong I was gonna say, that's why they're called prong horns. Like, where the hell are their horns they got, they got them? They're not called prong antlers, they're called prong horns. I'm an idiot. That's why we're here, we're here to learn. Okay. So what we have in front of us are bison, I believe. I believe we learned the difference last year between a buffalo and a bison and we retained that information very, very well. Let's go see what we got here. We got prairie dogs, but we're here, we're here not for the prairie dogs at the moment. We're here to discover these, what I believe to be bison. Couldn't tell you the difference, but my identification skills have gotten better from last year. I know, yeah, it's a bison right here, right here. It confirms it's a, it's a Great Plains bison. Um, I know my identification skills are top notch given I thought that llama was a bear. Let's check these things out. Before European settlers arrived in North America, bison roamed in the tens of million. They're extremely well equipped for survival of the plains. They're hunted nearly to extinction in the late 18th. So there's tens of millions of these fuckers and we hunted them to extinction? What are we using them for? Plains bison are not a success story. Managed herds account for thousands of animals, maintaining genetic diversity by breeding bison free of cattle genes in the next stage of bison conservation. That's pretty dope. We got these things. We got these things back and there's a little picture of some people wearing suits and top hat with a bison in a cage. They're all like chilling in the back, eating. It's breakfast time, I, I guess. Gotta respect that. I had personally had a blueberry muffin before I came out here. I wasn't gonna make it through the day without 
got a little bit of food, and I ha also have a food pass, so we'll, uh, there's an emergency phone back there, I guess, in case one of the bison attack or something. Oh, there's geese. Man, I've never seen geese before. These are Canadian geese. I can identify them because we got one hanging in my living room. Dad's a hunter, so we got we got all sorts of animals, especially the Canadian geese. Ooh, the talking. I believe I was calling them the taken last year, but these are the talking. Remember the old lady last year taught me that too. Just learned so much from speaking with people last year. The talking, and, and uh, I believe they don't like. This area specifically, if I remember correctly, you kind of have to go over into the patio section and that's where you see the best view of these things. So that's what we're going to do. We need the best view of every animal we come across. So I walk slightly up and I've got a clear view of these talking and they look like they have the stature of like the buffalo or the bison, but they like have no hair kind of like a pig and then they got horns i mean they got a little hair but it's not like it's, it's, it's like a a short-haired bison that's what that's what i'm going to call it a short-haired bison. i bet they're related in some way somewhere along the road they are related um i'm gonna keep traveling along here and see what we run into I, I don't know what else was on it looks like we got the grizzly cove so i'm sure that means there's going to be maybe grizzly bears oh my oh and we have to go on this little deck here hell yeah let's do it okay so i just saw i just saw a bunch of sea otters and i spent a good portion of my day examining them as Sea otters seem to be incredible at swimming, and obviously I suck, so those guys are just like thinking to me, God, you land creature, you can't swim, that's why you can't do a triathlon, so unfortunately I got mocked by them, but at the end of the day, are they riding bikes? Didn't fucking think so, they're a sea otter, they can't ride a fucking bike, so... I think I beat them in a triathlon at the end of the day, even if they do outswim me by like half the day. There's no way they know how to bike. There's just no way. It's just, it's not possible. I don't think sea otters can bike. So we're gonna go inside and view the the birds and like penguins and go see the monkeys. Usually I see monkeys first, but I don't know, something about I wanted to go travel outside today. So we're gonna go inside and well, that was not an animal, that was a human being. If you heard that, pretty wild noises that some of these humans can make. All right, let's continue. There seems to be a show going on at the monkeys. There's a lot of people, but I mean, a lot of people go to the zoo and they're all hyped over the monkeys, so I suppose that's what I gotta do. I gotta get hyped about these monkeys. Oh, baby, the monkeys. Here we are. These things 
I mean, there's a good, there's a fire hydrant right, right inside their lair just in case on a monkey's pyromaniacs or something. They gotta be prepared at all times. They're just chilling. They pick the bugs off each other. I remember that. They were, I think they were doing more than that last year. I know the turtles were. Well, probably, uh, I'm not praying I see more of that, but it's very well possible. All right, folks, we just entered the tropics. You can hear the water of the rainforest, the tropics of Madagascar. We're gonna, we're gonna see some amazing stuff. If I remember, they had those really cool, um, like, toucan thingies. Yeah, this, I mean, there's, there's one on a picture right here. I don't remember what they're called, but we're gonna see that. We're gonna see if the turtles finished mating. I know they are awfully, um, the, the turtles can be very slow with things, but um, I, I believe that he's probably not slow to finish. I just couldn't imagine taking that long, but we'll, we'll see. Maybe there's some baby turtles this year. We'll, we'll see what's going on. We have officially entered, let's see what, oh, uh, extinct. Oh, they just got a bunch of extinct things. Let's see, there's gotta be a turtle here. Oh yeah, turtles are less active this year. I mean, they were hissing and grinding on each other last year. He's just chilling. Maybe he's upset, he looks a little upset. He's not getting any, getting any shell like last year. <laughs> I just wasn't recording. Well, I decided that I'm taking my sweatshirt off because it's hot as a motherfucker in here. Um, we just got done looking at the ring-tailed lemurs. They look like raccoons. They're the most studied species and well-known species of lemur. Um, looks like they're also endangered. That's, they have a lot of endangered. Stink fight. Lemurs use their sense of smell to communicate with each other. Males may show aggression to other males by covering their tails in scent and waving them around in a threatening way. So basically, you get some ball sweat on you and you just, uh, you just rub that in another male's face to show dominance. It's like we got the black and white colobus monkey that lives in Uganda. I'd like to see one of them. Those look pretty cool. Um, I'm sure they have them. They wouldn't have a sign if they didn't have them. They got alligators. Oh, crocodile, sorry. Misidentifying these things. Oh, and they got all these fish. I can't wait to see the fish. That's my favorite part of this whole place. <gasps> They're the Debarazi monkey. Debarazi monkeys spend their days foraging for fruit and socializing with others in their family group. Man. That sounds like a life that I want to live. Oh my god. They got a little, little baby a thing too. A Man, that sounds fun. You just forage for fruit and vegetables and then chill with the family. Sounds like a great time. I found them. The rhinoceros hornbills and they're active as hell. They got like a mister going on. They're like jumping in that and then kind of cleaning themselves off and then jumping tree to tree. They're just, oh my God, it's so cool. They're like, these birds are awesome. Jump, jump for the podcast. Look at that. 
Oh my god. There's two of them and they're just like jumping tree to tree. It's so cool. I forget that they have like a brief area of fish in that part. They got a little um, area, which is pretty freaking cool. Um, a lot of things in there were sleeping, but those rhinoceros hornbills are fucking insane. So I know we're coming up on the snake. I'm excited for that because I love being out at Afton and seeing wild snakes. As long as they're not going to attack me. Let's uh, look for this thing. I know it's like five feet long, at least. Let's see. Oh my gosh. This python weighs 124 pounds and is 14.3 feet long. Holy cow. That thing's crazy. Native to forests and river banks. They eat amphibians, birds, lizards, and even other snakes. These snakes are threatened in their native habitat where they are hunted for their skin. Burmese pythons released in Florida both accidentally and intentionally by pet owners have become an invasive species. Oh my gosh. I don't, yeah, so you have a snake and it grows to be, you know, 14 feet tall. You just don't have space for that, so then they throw them out somewhere. That's gnarly. We got a little more left of this. Oh my god, more of the rhinoceros. They're still jumping. These hornbills are... Oh, he just jumped to the rock. He wanted to come say hi. Hey, buddy. Oh my gosh. They're having so much fun. I want to see where he goes from here. He's going to have to fly somewhere, I think. Go ahead. Here he goes. Here he goes. Oh, he sticks the landing. That is so cool. Go ahead, buddy, over here. Their eyes are so cool. They're like perfect circles and they got a neat color to them with a ring around it. Google these. Males and female rhinoceros hornbills look alike except males have brownish red eyes and females have blue. So this is a male in front of us right now. I'm not gay, but that's a pretty sexy bird, not gonna lie. Alright, onward. Uh, oh, what are these? Good eating fits the bill. These things have really cool green fur. Or feathers, sorry. They're birds. I'm an idiot. It says look down. Oh, yeah. There's lots of birds on the ground. They got feeders. That's pretty neat. All right. We're going to go through... this thing, open this door, and 
water birds. Okay, so we got some sunburton and American avocet. That's just not even their like scientific name. That's that's just me being bad at pronunciation. That's really cool. They have this like there's this orange thing. I wish wish I knew what it was. There's like an orange parrot type thing in there, and then there's also a brown one. I'm sorry, but the orange one's just so much cooler than the brown one. But the brown's growing on me. The brown, the brown is actually kind of growing on me. We have beneath the canopy. What are these? Golden lion tamarins. Where the hell are them? I don't see them. I'm just going to look into the sky and hope they're there. No, they couldn't put them here because they don't have a cage. I don't know. Let's see, maybe they are on the ground here. Ah, just some birds. No monkey things. The red rumped agati. From Brazil, huh? Okay. So, uh, carry on. I think we did a full circle, to be honest. Yeah, we did a full circle. So, next up, I believe they have some other little snakes that we'll look into. And then we'll go back outside and then grab some lunch probably. It's been an hour and a half getting, getting a little hungry. That blueberry muffin don't do, do enough. A single indigo bunting might fly 4,000 miles from South America to Minnesota. That's fucking insane. I'm an ultra marathoner and even I wouldn't fucking do that. That's a long ass way. They're ultra marathon. Monarch butterflies flitter 2,000 miles from Minnesota to the mountain forest of Mexico. So we're like, just, humans are pussies compared to these ultra marathoners. Holy shit. Saving black rhinoceroses. Well, I don't see any rhinos in this zoo, so we're not doing enough to save them. I'm sorry. Let's go check that out, though. Let's go see what it's all about. Looks like the turtles are a work in progress. Oh, and then I'm going to stop in that bathroom and have a leak. I think that's... So we need to stop poaching. The Minnesota Zoo and its partners conduct one of the most successful rhino conservation programs in the world. Black rhinos are critically endangered. They face extinction because of poaching. It habitat loss about a third of the world's black rhinoceros to live in Namibia. So it's a good place to focus conservation work. The zoo has partnered with Save the Rhino Trust, the Nambian government, and local communities to help save the world's last truly wild black rhinos. Ooh, looks like the kid's not getting a stuffed animal. That's, that's GG. All right, let's go stop in the bathroom. Alright folks, so we just got our burger, it's a Aldo burger is what they called it. It's got some kind of secret Aldo sauce on it and then it's got 
French fries. I think I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, a grand total of nine French fries, and then I got a um, a Fanta with out a lid or a straw. We're sucking on paper rims here, which is fine. Um, we're gonna eat a little more, and uh, we're gonna head out and do another loop. I, I love this place, man. I'm gonna spend a good portion of the day out here. Ladies and gentlemen, the food's been eaten. We got a lot of energy now. I saw some people that I know. We have to go see the Eagles. I believe the wolves are over there. Owls. And if I remember correctly last year, I wanna say you were supposed to go a certain direction and I definitely went against the grain. So this year, I'm gonna go at it from the correct direction. We have, like I said, it's all about gaining wisdom that we gained last year as far as, you know, things like the bison and all that fun stuff. So let's uh, head on in and go view them. So I went back out to the snow monkeys and they are having the time of their lives. They were like, climbing on trees and oh it was so cool um, one of the baby um, one of the baby monkeys was crying its eyes out I don't know it did something that um, mom didn't like but she uh, basically patted him on the back and said suck it up baby and uh, it stopped crying <laughs> it was really cool to see though so basically doing a speed run right now we've seen everything we're just doing a speed run once more around it get some steps in get a lap in we're at the horses and the camels right now um i saw about probably five people that i know so far so that's been uh that's been cool, seeing them out here enjoying themselves, and uh, it's what uh, it's what I'm doing. I'm having a blast. So we're gonna have like um, we're gonna do a speed run, and then we're gonna go see my favorite part of the entire zoo, which I have not gone to yet, the aquariums. I love the fish. I'm gonna spend probably a good half hour staring at the fish because they're just so cool. And then the corals that grow there, I'm excited, I'm excited for this. Well, <laughs> there it is folks, the Minnesota Zoo. God, I love that place. I didn't uh, record inside of the aquarium, they, um, I, I chose, to, I opted to wear my sunglasses today and not my regular glasses. So when it came to, you know, like seeing inside was, was a little more difficult, but I had so much fun. I hope the audio turned out and I hope I put together a good podcast for you guys that you enjoyed. Um, we put in... According to my step count, just about five miles out here. Um, not very 
quick miles by any means, but definitely a good time, good mileage. We're going to... Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you feel the need to contribute to the podcast, the Venmo, the PayPal, link is in the description. Twitter, as always, thoughts by Randy. And as always, I hope to see you guys back next week. If I don't, I hope you guys have a wonderful life. Peace.